0: love talk radio
1: this is the light of truth radio broadcast with michael boldea
0: well hello there uh welcome to the program thank you for joining us this is the light of truth radio broadcast i am your ever humble host michael boldea I don't know why I was talking in an Irish lilt. It just felt appropriate. Uh, it's not even March. I was actually born on St. Patty's Day. So if I happen to be Irish, uh, well, people would think me lucky. But I'm Romanian. Uh, and uh, being born on St. Patty's Day does nothing for me. So now you know a little bit more about yours truly. Uh, we're back. Here we are. Uh, we were here last week. Uh, we, we sort of uh, took a break from uh, incessant politics and talked about mariage and how to treat a wife and how wives are supposed to treat husbands. Uh, some of you didn't appreciate the fact that I, I veered off. Uh, some of you did. I don't know. Uh, I, I appreciate your feedback. However, and I'm going to say this very nice, uh, your Feedback doesn't influence the things that that I discuss and talk about. Uh, I I believe that I have enough discernment to know uh, the things that that will matter either presently or in due course. And the whole purpose of this program as of late has been to prepare you, uh, to prepare you spiritually, to prepare you psychologically, uh, some of you even uh, physically. Uh, because uh, we're not we're not done with uh, the bad yet. Uh, I, I think that one of the hardest things for people that start having difficulty in their life uh, is clinging to the hope that there is light at the end of the tunnel shortly. Uh, imagine, imagine those people that went through uh, the seven years of famine. Uh, you know, during uh, the, the, the whole thing in uh, Egypt, I think it was. Um, Jacob, his brothers, you get it. Uh, imagine six months, or Joseph, I'm sorry, see, uh, where's my mind? I don't know. Joseph and his brothers. Uh, imagine six months in. You know, people sitting around an empty table going, wow, pff, thank goodness this is almost over. Uh, that's that's how a lot of people were acting uh, as little as two weeks ago, uh, seeing that gas prices ticked down just a little bit uh, after having skyrocketed for the better part of a year. That, oh, thank goodness this is over. Well, evidently it's not. It's not over by a long shot. Uh, it's not going to be over um Anytime soon. So uh, the latest news is that OPEC told uh, the White House to go pound sand. Uh, not only not only will they not increase uh, their output, they're actually going to decrease their output. Apparently, the Saudis and OPEC uh, didn't hear that nobody f's with a Biden. Uh, I don't know if you heard that little tidbit, but apparently there was a hot mic moment where uh, Joe Biden, fresh off of seeing Scarface reruns, decided he was a baddie, and he goes up to a mayor, he's like... you you know what, you know what, nobody F's with the Biden, I know, you're like, oh my goodness, Joe, mild Joe uses that kind of language, because all believers and people that didn't even know Jesus and go to church were apoplectic about the idea that, that the former president used the slang term for fecal matter, did you hear what he said, that's not very presidential, he used the S word, he said Fecal like, like like streak thugs do. Well, apparently, good old Joe's dropping F-bombs, thinking that he's all thugged out. He's got the same mindset he did, you know, before the hair plugs. When Joe Biden was half bald, he had that horseshoe bald. How do you grow back hair once you're horseshoe bald? It's a miracle, I know. Maybe maybe uh, we, we can interweave that somehow into some sort of Spiritual revelation, God loves Joe Biden so much, he gave him his hair back. Huh? Beth? Are you listening? You know, Dr. Jill's flowing hair, uh, uh, Joe Biden's regrown hair, This, this is a family blessed and beloved. Not like the orange man who has a comb over, who used the S word. He said fecal matter, the way street thugs do Well, Joe's dropping F-bombs like they were going out of style. And not only that, you understand the man's mindset going back, what, 60 years that he's been sucking off the teat of government? He's never held down a job. Apparently, Joe's got some dinero don't know where from because, you know, I mean, I get it. Government pays well, but does it pay that well? I mean, crack's expensive. His son was swimming in it. He lives in, what, a five ten million, $10 million house, driving around brand-new Porsches. I don't know. Maybe art does pay that well. Because in case you didn't know, Hunter Biden is a prolific artist. There are people waiting in line to buy his art as investment. That notwithstanding, let's go back to OPEC. Let's go back to the Saudis. Because, see, the, the, the thing is, we lived with the fallacy of thinking everybody loves us and wants to be our friend for so long that any time anybody says no to us, well, they're, they're with the Russians. They're siding with the Russians. It's propaganda. You can only use that so many times. They even try to float the idea that the Russians blew up their own pipeline and everybody mocked it so incessantly that they sort of dropped that one. Nobody's talking about, well, the Russians blew up their own pipeline when they could have just shut it off. That's how crazy they are. Nobody believed it. It was so out of whack, but they had to try. That's the thing about propaganda. You know, you can only push it so far. And then even people that are clueless and people that aren't really plugged in are like, wait a minute. What do you mean men can get pregnant? I mean, I, I get it. You do what you want in the privacy of your own home. You know, you like wearing high heels and a wig, whatever. What do you mean men can get pregnant? And so now they have to back off of that lunacy because the average Joe is going, all right, this is, this is certifiably nuts now. This is certifiably insane. And so they're going to wait for a little back and try to float the idea again, sort of like cannibalism, remember? Hey, maybe we should give cannibalism another try. Well, I didn't give it a try to begin with, so what do you mean another try? But now, in case you haven't heard, they've done one better. Uh, Nuclear war could be a good thing, because nuclear war may just solve global warming, or climate change, or global cooling, whatever the in vogue term is nowadays because you know it wasn't so much it couldn't be global warming anymore now it, that's climate change so you know here's the nuclear war it'll solve climate change this is how insane these people are yet somebody gives them credence somebody gives them headlines somebody interviews them they invite them on CNN and MSNBC and sometimes even Fox and go, hey tell us about your quirky theory Well, you know, if we all kill each other, then the planet can heal itself. Well, that sounds genius. Let's try to pick a fight with the Russians, shall we? So, allow me to sip from my delicious beverage. Yes, it's hot. Yes, it's black. Uh, I I, I splurged today and actually went out and bought a cup of coffee. Because somebody sent me a bunch of free T-shirts, so I don't have to pay for uh, you know laundry detergent. I, I can wear giant, what are they, uh, jack-o'-lantern t-shirts from now until eternity come. Uh, and, and somebody having a sense, the, the sense of humor of an adolescent, let's face it, you know who you are, I know who you are, having the sense of humor of an adolescent sent me an 8X shirt. So in case we lose our home, uh, we can just make a tent out of the 8X shirt and live there i uh, going to buy a bucket to use as an outhouse, and we're all set. Anyway, allow me a sip, and then we're going to get into what the Saudis just did. Because, you know, the guy that stood up the corn pop apparently not so feared among the Saudis. I guess once you behead somebody, uh, standing up to the corn pop isn't that big a deal. And you're thinking to yourself, what are you talking about, behead? Well, I, let's, not so much behead as dismember. How about that? Remember there was a guy named Khashoggi? Uh, this was during uh, the former administration. Oh, they were all going nuts. He, he went to the Saudi embassy. He knew that the Saudis had a contract out on him. Saudis had a couple of boys that used to be butchers back in the day. With uh, some whetstones and some uh, some some nice uh, skinning knives, and apparently uh, he walked in and never came out uh, of the embassy. The theory is is that he was uh, dismembered within the Saudi embassy, and then uh, disposed of. So yeah, people who take out contracts like that really don't shake in their boots when it comes to Mr. Robinette Biden. I know, I know, nobody Fs with a Biden. Show me your gang sign, Joe. How do you you gang sign a full diaper? Anyway, oil prices rose by almost $4 per barrel on Monday with news that OPEC, or OPEC as Americans call it, Uh, The Expanded Organization of Petroleum Exporting Countries, that includes Russia, could announce its largest production cut in years during its meeting this week. By the by, I know nobody keeps track of this stuff, but yours truly kind of does once in a while. We are uh, rapidly running out of oil reserves because we keep pumping more and more into the market, hoping that the problem solves itself. Uh, cause gas prices are starting to shoot up. Uh, I, 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 get gas from Costco cause it's cheaper than anywhere else. Unless you've got a hose and a good set of lungs and can siphon it from somebody else's car. I'm not telling anyone to do that. I've never done it, but I've heard it's, it's the rage now. Apparently gas is so expensive. People are siphoning gas out of each other's cars. Uh, Costco had the cheapest gas, and it was, uh, it was down to like 4 bucks for the one that my car says I need. Well, pop back up to 4 dollars uh, in the blink of an eye. And I guess California, uh, is, is you'd have to sell a kidney. Uh, you know, let, let your uh, illegal laborers that tend to the yard and cook your uh, carnitas uh, go in order to afford a full tank of gas. But never you mind that, Pete Buttigieg, the man who couldn't even uh, pave South Bend, Indiana, says, hey, you know what, people, you don't have to worry about gas prices because there's not going to be any gas-guzzling cars on the highways by 2035. That's right. This This is the level of insane that this administration is pumping out. People are going to start dying because of the policies of this administration. I know. But the guy with the orange hair said fecal matter the way street thugs do. Listen to Joe's uh, unedited hot mic moment, and you tell me which one has, uh, you know, the worst vocabulary. Because that's the thing. You know that that having been in politics for so many years – Mr. Robinette Biden's oily and slimy and knows when to keep his mouth shut. But then you have these candid moments when he thinks nobody's listening, and, and the mask comes off, and in spite of the full diaper, he lets her rip. Not, you know, literally, but with words. And you get, you know, nobody else with the Biden. Well, apparently not, because even the FBI is doing their bidding. I know. Land of the free and home of the brave, the place where justice resides. Yeah, you keep telling yourself that, kids, until they come knocking on your door with a, with a, with a fully squatted-out team of SWAT members that scare the stuffing out of your kids because, hey, you posted something about transgenders on Facebook. That's all the reason they need to come and turn your life upside down, haul you out in handcuffs, Have your neighbors coming out in their bathrobes with their morning coffee going, what's going on, Mike? Uh, I don't know, I'm being arrested. What'd you do? Did you mug somebody? Did you rape somebody? Did you kill somebody? Did you accost somebody on the street with a brick? No, those people don't even get arrested anymore. I committed the high crime of saying, eh, transgenderism is a mental disease. You can't be a man, think yourself a woman, and expect me to give you a job of any responsibility other than perhaps, I don't know, cleaning toilets, and even then, you might not know how to use the plunger, if you get my meaning. So, I, it's never going to happen, no sir, freedom rings, ding, ding, ding. You just wait a second, kids, because the more these people feel like they're losing control, and this is what it's all about, it's about control. The more they feel they're losing control, the tighter they're going to try to uh, monkey grip this thing, as the kids like to say. You know that whole death grip? Yeah, they're going to try to hang on to their power for as long as possible because it's lucrative for a handful of people. The people that change Joe Biden's diaper every evening and type out what he's supposed to say on the teleprompter, those people are making off like bandits. Uh, and uh, nations like the Saudis and the Russians, and a couple of others are throwing wrenches in their plans, like you know some did during uh, Hillary Clinton's reign as Secretary of State, where she thought, "Hey, if we can get rid of Gaddafi, it would spark some sort of civil unrest, and then we can take in our mobile hospitals and and heal the poor, desperate people at a of course because well that's that's what they do they cloak their avarice and they cloak their greed and and, and they cloak their hunger for power and in, in in this selflessness oh i'm i'm just a servant of the people i just want to do good do you now do you really uh, I know, we have short-term memories, but remember the Clinton Foundation and what they did to the Jamaicans? I know, nobody remembers that. You got, you, you got that donkey-faced daughter of theirs living in a $10 million penthouse apartment in New York, and I would be surprised if she knew how to spell her own name. Mike, you sound angry. This is because it's the, the coffee from the store. It's fully caffeinated. It's not like the K-pods where they only fill it up a quarter way and you're still paying for a full pod and you're sitting there going, this doesn't look like coffee. It looks like urine. Why is my coffee not black? So uh, there you go. This is what you get for me uh, springing for like regular coffee. You're welcome. Pete gig. Back to the man that's so smart he thought he could uh, breastfeed his adopted child unless his husband had the baby and they wanted to keep it secret, because, you know, men can get pregnant, too. Why Why didn't they, they try to naturally conceive? I mean, why just go straight to adoption, huh? If men can get pregnant, well, Pete Buttigieg has a husband. They should have tried harder. Maybe they could have had their own little dumpling. See how insane this gets? But, yes, the man who tried to breastfeed a child with a fake breast, don't believe me look in on it. There's such a thing. Because if you want the whole mother experience without having ovaries and giving birth, well, there's this, this, this apparatus that you put over your shoulder that looks like a bosom. You fill it with warm milk. And, and it has, you know, a plastic nipple, but you're holding the baby and somehow you're supposed to close your eyes and say, man, I feel like a woman. And that's what Pete Buttigieg did. But I'm going to trust him about being electric by 2035 because, hey, he did so well with South Bend, Indiana. We should give Pete a crack at the presidency. Yes, I just took another sip. If this just goes silent, then assume I had a heart attack from the coffee, say a prayer for me and send my wife a condolence card. On Tuesday's broadcast of Fox News Channel's Your World, Transportation Secretary Pete Buttigieg stated that states like New York and California will be ready to transition to electric vehicles by 2035. And that if the United States of America can't execute a transition like this over the course of more than a decade, I don't know what to tell you. This is America. Of course we can do something like that. We can't even keep stores and restaurants open because nobody wants to work. And you're telling me we're going to transition to all electric? I don't know about you, but I haven't seen an electric big rig hauling fresh avocados from Mexico. They all drive on diesel, and diesel's expensive, so avocados are beyond your ability to afford them now. I know what, people were stealing spam in New York, now they're going to start stealing avocados. But hey, maybe Pete Buttigieg can put on a woman's sweater and stuff a fake brazier with avocados, and nobody can question him because, hey, men can get pregnant too. And you know when you get pregnant, your bosoms swell. I can't. This, we need a famine. Alex Jones was right. People need to start being so hungry that they consider eating their neighbors before people wake up. There's, there's no getting out of this. I know there's people, oh, you know, in rising Phoenix, we're going to rise. We're, we're, we're not rising out of anything. Because people with ideas like this have somehow access to the reins of power in this country, And they know that they're incompetent, and they know that they're moronic, and they know that they're fools, and they know that they're never going to have a better gig than this, no matter how long they live. And so they don't want to give it up. What was it last week? uh, Mr. Robinette Biden, uh, you know, between moments of lucidity and eating ice cream, uh, told one Reverend Al Sharpton because... uh, Now, he's the man everyone goes to, to, you know, share their heart. Because Reverend Al, you know, if you can't believe Reverend Al, well, there's nobody left. So he told Reverend Al that, yes, he was running in 2024, because you know why nobody F's with a Biden. He's just going to prove them all wrong. He's just going to wear brown slacks from now on, so in case there's any seepage, nobody knows or realize that he's just going to push on through. We're going to barrel this country and this economy and everything it stands for right into the fecal matter receptacle. I know I almost said the S word. No, I didn't. Because uh, unlike Mr. Robinette Biden, I'm in charge of my faculties, and I know how to say things. But... I'm 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 really appreciating our reaction to the Saudis and to OPEC because I for one find it uh just hilarious. I'm gonna, I'm going to tell you a story. Uh but now uh, the White House accuses the White House accuses OPEC and uh the Saudis of siding with Russia after Mr. Robinette Biden fails to get the Saudis to pump more oil. Uh I was in uh, Pasadena, California a few years back, and if you happen to be out on the West Coast and you're aching for a good burger, there's a chain. I know, chains, who would have thunk it? But In-N-Out, if you go to In-N-Out and order a Double Double, oh boy, it's, it's, it's a good burger, and back in the day it was relatively cheap. Uh, I, I still remember their jingle because uh, they used to have commercials running when we used to live out in California. It's like, in and out. That's what a hamburger's all about. Anyway, I know. I digress. So I was sitting on the, uh, at the outdoor sitting area eating uh, a double-double, oddly enough, because I lacked my beef. Uh, and there was a, a couple, a man. I, I, they weren't a couple anymore from, from the conversation that ensued. But at the moment, I thought they were a couple, and, and she's sitting there looking all doe-eyed, and she's like, I made a mistake, I want you back, can we get back together? Uh, and then the guy's just shrugging his shoulders, and well, no, I, I kind of moved on, I, I got a new girlfriend. And then you can see the switch in her face, and she starts screaming at him, F you, I don't need you anyway, I don't need you anyway. And this is pretty much how we acted towards OPEC and the Saudis. Uh, Mr. Robinette Biden went to them diaper in hand asking for them to, to, to drill a little more and get a little more oil flowing because uh, you know, my, my people have elections to win in November. And, and I got a, a presidential election to re-cinch up in 2024. I mean, well, I got, what, 81 million votes? I'm hoping for 283 million next go around if you know what I mean. Yep, yep, ask Corn Pop. I'm a tough dude. Nobody ups with a Biden now. So after going to the Saudis hat in hand, asking them if they'd drill a few more barrels, uh, the Saudis go, nope, sorry, Uh, it is not in our best interest to help you. It is not in our best interest to help your country. Uh, we do not say it publicly, but Inshallah, the great Satan will fall. Inshallah, America will be destroyed by Jihad and the soldiers of Allah. Uh, and when they turned him down, the entire administration reacted like that woman at the in and out We don't need you anyway, you're just, you're just Russian sympathizers. We don't want you. You're siding with the Russians and with the evils. But a week and a half, two weeks ago, you we were out there diaper in hand going, please, 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 we need a little more oil. And you think it's bad now. We're going to run out of reserves, okay? Because you can't just tap the reserves over and over again, uh, not refill and expect that there be oil there in infinity so if you think it's bad now uh because they just released i don't know how many more million barrels it may bump down a little bit and then shoot up again and it gives people uh whiplash it it gives them that false hope well oh it's over thank goodness it's over look Gas has gone down a corner, up, up 50%, up 50 cents. So it's going to keep going like this until people are going to get worn thin. And if, perchance, they don't manage to steal enough votes and enough dead people don't rise out of the graves to vote Democrat uh, in November, guess what? The entire American populace is siding with Russia. How dare you? You didn't vote for for the people that want to make you all electric by 2035 and that have diluted your 401k to the point that you can barely afford a meal at McDonald's because right now two cheeseburgers, a fry, and a, you know, Diet Coke is what seven eighty five something that used to be three twenty. I know how does Mike know these prices so well i I don't eat at McDonald's okay I told you i my my preferred uh cuisine uh is either uh, gas station grilled cheeses or uh I'm sure you have one in your town or somewhere in your state little Caesars pizza pizza. I know, people go, oh, that's not even real cheese. That's not what my body says. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of lactose intolerant, and, and that pizza doesn't give me any issues, but that doesn't definitively mean that Little Caesars isn't using real cheese. Okay? What I do know is that McDonald's doesn't use real beef, so I'd rather, go, uh, I, I'd rather err on the side of the cheese, if you don't mind. Oh, by the way, in case you haven't heard, because I know there's a lot going on, but if you have children and your children have children, well, their great-great-great-grandchildren might start chipping away at the U.S. debt because uh, I, the man in charge, being the economic genius that he is, uh, the Fed chair, the man that said that inflation was transitory, all these people, this, this brain trust of Rhodes scholars and, and, and economic visionaries uh, have caused the U.S. national debt to soar past $31 trillion for the first time ever. $31 trillion. How many generations will it take to pay that back? You can't. I, there's, it, because there's interest. You pay interest every single month on this debt. But yes, we we need more money for, uh, uh, you know, solar panels and green cars. Because Pete Buttigieg has a dream other than being a mom. He has a dream of uh, making the U.S. all electric by 2035. The Biden administration's ceaseless borrowing addiction has driven gross national debt past $31 trillion for the first time amid record inflation, rising interest rates, and fears of a looming recession. See, again, this article is disingenuous from the get-go. We are currently in a recession. There is no fear of a looming recession. We are in recession. We're knocking on the door of depression and depression's opening the door, you know, in in, in a dirty bathrobe and a cigarette hanging off its lip. The United States' public debt closed at 31.1 trillion on Monday according to the Treasury Department data published Tuesday. Today is Thursday. It's probably 31.6 by now. Because, you know, it's a ticker that just keeps going click, 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 click. The milestone comes as the Federal Reserve continues to hike interest rates to fight the highest inflation in 40 years, and as the government borrows money to finance tax cuts, even as it sends billions of taxpayer dollars offshore. So many of the concerns we've had about our growing debt path are starting to show themselves as we both grow our debt and grow our rate of interest. Well, that I know. If you happen to run your home budget, you know and understand that if your debt continues to grow and the rate of the interest you pay on the debt continues to grow, uh, that is a sure sign of bankruptcy at one point or another why do we keep talking about this because there are people attempting to inject hopiism into what's currently happening some of them even using god and spirituality uh to, to make it more palatable and I'm giving you the fact as they sit because it's better for me to prepare for the long haul. It's better for me to prepare for a a protracted hardship than hope that tomorrow it's going to get better and it just gets worse. And then, all right, move up the goalpost one more day. Well, tomorrow it's got to get better. Boom, still nothing. So I'd rather your, your frame of mind be we will endure. To the end, then we're going to endure till tomorrow because tomorrow it's going to stop hurting. There's a different mindset, and and if your mind is always looking to tomorrow as the end of the hardship, whatever that hardship might be, uh, even if you won't admit it to yourself, there is there, there is that psychological letdown that with time eats away at your peace your joy, your fulfillment, and everything else. Now, again, I don't know who, but somebody told you that crime would increase exponentially, and we still haven't gotten to crimes of necessity yet. There's still crimes of opportunity. What was it? Some 15-year-old kid got beat up by an entire group of thugs because they wanted his shoes. That's not a crime of necessity. Now, if you're walking out of your Piggly Wiggly, your Publix, your Pick and Save, your Food for Less, see, I know the grocery stores, your Kroger, your Albertsons, I've been around the block, I know the grocery stores in every state. If you're walking out of that and somebody shoves a gun in your face and says, give me your shopping cart, that's a crime of necessity. Those will continue to grow. As of now, we still have crimes of opportunity. But, People are starting to see it, and they said that crime is emerging as the deciding issue of 2022 midterms, with 77% seeing it as a major problem. All of these things are beginning to stack one on top of another. The violent crime rise, people being concerned about it, uh, the inflation eating away at people's savings, gas prices being out of control, us trying to peck a fight with a nuclear power. And so every single thing that keeps stacking higher and higher makes it harder and harder for them to cheat their way to a majority again. Because they realize that you can only push so far with the unbelievable. You know, remember Ripley's Believe It or Not? This is what this administration is. Every single day there's some news that you scratch your head and go, yeah, that didn't happen. It's Ripley's, believe it or not. They have to float the balloon. They have to see what people will accept. And so they realize the the limits of credulity are that Russia blew up its own pipeline. People are like, wait, hold on a minute. Come on, stop it. Just stop it. So now, with all these things stacking one on top of another, violent crime rising, uh, all all the people that are running on the other side want to empty out prisons and no longer punish felons, but hey, if you have the wrong opinion about transgenderism, homosexuality, or sin in general, you deserve punishment until you are re-educated, and then perhaps we will let you re-enter society this coming from someone with a half-shaved head purple hair septum piercing and a tattoo on their eyelids that say sleeping i know fun uh but you can only stack up so many things before even if the other side wins by a blowout nobody's gonna believe it you're like oh come on you know and so they have they have to they have to Thread this needle very carefully because 2020 was an example of just how far they would go to regain power. And remember after the elections, uh, Miss Rodham Clinton, uh, pantsuit Barbie herself said, if we're going to come to the table and dialogue, the first thing you have to accept is that this was a free and fair election. Anybody that doubts it? Well, then we can have no discourse or dialogue. Uh Uh-huh. So why was she pushing that? Well, because they knew, and they knew that you knew. And so the first thing they had to do is is, is silence that wing of the nation that, you know, what was it? 40,000 votes total over... 50 states that determined this election. In Wisconsin, I don't know how many dead people voted, but apparently enough to fill a couple stadiums. But now people are more aware. People are realizing just how low they will go. And if you stack up all the negatives that have been going on over the last two years, look. Like I've said to friends who are hoping, I got a neighbor, his name's Bob. Bob's retired. His, he was a school teacher. And Bob looks to me like a little puppy for some sort of hope. And last night, uh, I went to get some bread and ice cream. Uh, my, my girls wanted chocolate ice cream and they needed some bread. So I went, I went to the pick and save. And I'm sitting there with my grocery bag, and Bob runs outside. Hey, Mike, what do you think of our chances in November? I'm like, all things being fair, it should be a blowout, but I'm not holding out much hope. (laughs) He gives me this look, and he goes, thanks for breaking my heart again. I'm like, what do you want me to say? If you don't expect that the other side will cheat, then you're fooling yourself every negative thing that impacts the individual in this country makes cheating that much harder because the average citizen will start scratching their head and go, all right, this is is Ripley's territory. This is believe-it-or-not territory. Now, what more is there to talk about? Well, we we talked about this story some time ago, and I know we're transitioning because... How much bad news can you get? You know, at least you're not David Charles Evans. No matter how bad it is, at least you're not David Charles Evans. We talked about his wife hired somebody to kill him, could, uh, you know, enjoy the arms of her new beau. Well, there's a new twist to this story. You start reading these things, and you're like, how have they not made a movie of this? An Oklahoma man has admitted to killing a pastor in his sleep at the request of the pastor's wife. Khalil Square, 27 has pleaded guilty to a charge of first-degree murder for the March 2021 fatal shooting of Pastor David Evans of Free Will Harmony Church in Ada. Square's plea is blind, which means he has no agreement with the district attorney's office. According to Square's lawyer, Tony Coleman adding that the decision was the best strategy available. You don't say. Well, if if he was in New York, he'd be released on... uh, His own recognisance already. The late pastor's wife, Christy Evans, 49, also pleaded guilty for her involvement in plotting the crime, and was sentenced to life in prison in August. She will be eligible for parole in 2060. Keep your fingers crossed, Christy. She she looks a little hefty. I can say that because I'm a little hefty, so. If she starts exercising, maybe doing some pull-ups in the yard, she, she may see 2060. The late pastor's wife also pleaded guilty for her involvement in plotting the crime. We read that. Evans claimed that the guilt ate her alive. Well, by the looks of her, she, she was doing the eating. Just saying, I know, Beth Moore is going to call you again. And she's angry. Why are you making fun? I'm not. There's husky people. I'm a husky people. Somebody sent me an 8X shirt today. By the way, the one with the squirrel was funny. Okay, There's a squirrel and it just says somebody forgot to refill the bird feeder. I haven't refilled it yet, by the way. Because there's also a family of raccoons that decided my bird feeder is a buffet. So that's it. There's no more bird food anywhere. No, none for raccoons or squirrels. The birds are still there singing. I'm, I'm, I'm hoping they'll befriend me and I can feed them from the palm of my hand and then have somebody take a picture and spiritualize it somehow. Look how holy he is. Birds eat out of the palm of his hand. Because well, somebody with a trick of light and there was like a, a full halo around their head. Somebody milked that picture for 20 years. I don't even know who it was of. I don't even care. It was just hilarious to me. Look how saintly he is. He has a halo. It was just a trick of light in a barn or something. Come on, people, people. You should get past this stuff. You should be more mature than that. But if I get a picture of a bird eating out of my hand, I'll, I'll, I guess I'll come up with a course. What was it, uh, Juanita Bynum was charging 1500 bucks for her prayer course? Because this, this ain't your everyday kind of prayer. It ain't your everyday kind of prayer course. We go deep. How deep? $1,500 worth of deep. So uh, I'll, I'll have my own course, How to Be So Holy That Birds Eat Out of Your Hand. Now, I can't guarantee that they won't poop in your hand, but for $1,500, I can teach you how to get birds to eat out of your hand. I'm going to give you step 1. Fill your hand with bird food. You're welcome. Claim that the guilt ate her alive and confess to authorities to get right with God. Oh lady, you're a, you're you're a few streets over from getting right with God Avenue. During her sentencing hearing, prosecutors said they believe Evans is a very good liar. Well, indeed. Because ain't ain't nothing eating her alive. Uh, Coleman claims Evans manipulated Square through a web of deception. On March 22, 2021, Square reportedly snuck into the Evans' home went to the bedroom, and shot David Evans while he slept. Because why not? Love is love, isn't it? Initially, Christy Evans reported to authorities that her husband, whom she married over three decades ago, was murdered unexpectedly by an intruder. Police started getting suspicious when they found the intruder's underwear in her bedroom. No, that's just me. I added that. I know. You're like, what? It wasn't that easy. Okay, they actually had to, to come and interview her. Uh, but shortly after the murder, Evans and Square were charged after Evans confessed her part in the plot. Evans told authorities her husband was abusive and even pressured her to have intercourse with other men, including Square. Well, you know, if that was true, you got got. Brittany Long, an adult daughter of the couple, released a statement to the media saying she believes her mother was abused and did what it takes to survive. Yes, yes, indeed. Because everybody who's abused hires somebody to kill their husband in their sleep. That's how they survive. Joy Miskell, Evans' defense attorney, wanted a split sentence so that Evans would spend some time in prison and the rest of her life on probation. Evans went from being in a small town home with her mom and dad to a very abusive home with her husband, who over decades and decades abused her physically, emotionally, financially, sexually, especially in the last five years. Uh, Methinks that thou protest too much. I'm just saying. Because I've seen pictures of the murdered husband, and... If one thing is true, the other cannot be. Men who insist on, on, on seeing their spouses with other men are not, they're, they're emasculated. They're, they're men who aren't men. How, how could you even consider something like that? So highly doubtful that those kinds of men have it within themselves to be violent, but I don't know. Anyway, now uh, the entire sordid saga comes to an end. Everyone has confessed and everyone is uh, in prison or dead. So there's that. Now, uh, for those of you who were hoping that uh, privilege would be acknowledged by one and all, uh, Wisconsin Democrat Governor Tony Evers and the Department of Public Instruction told white people to wear wristbands as a reminder of their privilege. Let that sink in. I mean, I'm reminded of my privilege every time I write a check to the IRS for taxes. Ha ha. Get it? No? Okay. White people... We're told to engage in a racial shaming exercise to remind them of their privilege by Wisconsin Democrat Governor Tony Evers' Department of Public Instruction when he was its superintendent. A document promoted by the Department of Public Instruction obtained exclusively by a certain news station suggested that white people wear a white wristband as a reminder about their privilege. Come on, man, as one adult diaper wearer would say. But this is the insanity that we have devolved into. You think it's going to get better on its own? Of course not. And people who were sheltered up to this point uh, regarding the aftereffects of the policies that certain administrations have put into place are beginning to suffer the consequences, slowly but surely. You had 50 people that were bused to Martha's Vineyard, and the National Guard was called in. I know people who live in Texas. They have 50 people crossing their front lawn every day. Never mind 50 people in an entire town. I think it's safe to say that the phoenix is nowhere near rising. Uh, those that are still holding out hope for that, those that are still uh, entrenched in the idea that uh, there there is a nation to be saved because of the good people they're in, Uh, I love you, but I believe that you're mistaken. Uh, Salvation, sanctification, these are not collective issues. We are individually sanctified, we are individually saved. And I think this is what we need to focus on now more than ever before. Collective salvation is out the window. That's not going to happen. Far too many people love their sin too much. Far too many people are unwilling to repent. Far too many people you know, want to have one foot in the world and one foot in the church. And if anybody tells them otherwise, well, Ichabod on you, I don't receive that. That's legalism. That's, you're, you're being very judgmental telling me that I'm in sin because I've been living with my boyfriend for three years. No, but but it's the Bible says you know you're supposed to get married and stuff. You know that's 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 just patriarchy. Okay, I'm allowed to have a boyfriend, and you know we're in, we're in an open relationship, and so we see other people. Super. Then you go do you, but don't claim to be saved and sanctified as well. Oh, but but I want to. Well, you can't. It's it's like Pete Buttigieg. You can't be a mom, Pete. It doesn't matter how many fake bosoms you have in the closet. You're still not going to be a mom. You're still not going to have your own natural children either because you chose to be with another man. And I know it goes against the grain, even though it doesn't go against science, but man can't get pregnant. No say pa. This is why you adopted a kid and didn't wait for whatever his name is, Chance or some sort of query name, to get pregnant. Because he never would. But nobody calls out the nonsense anymore because they don't want to stick their head out of the ground. Because, hey, SWAT might kick your door in. And this is where we are. We have a president who is openly mocked by the Saudis and OPEC because it's not as though, all right, look, we're not going to increase the output, but we're just going to keep it the same. No. You know what? Since Mr. Robinette Biden asked for us to increase it, what we're going to do is decrease it. So, ha-ha, and there you go. So I wonder how many other nations and how many other institutions are going to be, uh, as the administration puts it, siding with Russia, when more and more uh, presidents, institutions, and individuals will deny the request of this administration. That is the question. Now, another thing that you need to keep your eye on, because nobody's talking about it yet, but um, this would be a good time for the people that had itchy fingers uh, to do some very untoward things, especially in the Middle East. So even though now all eyes are on Europe, because, well, come this winter... If they can't figure something out, there's going to be a lot of teeth chattering in good old Europe. Uh, I'm, I'm looking for the Iranians to try to make a move. I'm looking for the Israelis to defend their borders, as it were. And the Chinese are going to do whatever they want, because as I have purported time and again, I do believe that somebody... In some Chinese office somewhere has some very damning dirt on one offspring of Mr. Robinette Biden, so much so that he will do whatever they tell him. Uh, he'll run cover for them. He'll divert, and he will pass policy that will be in direct detriment to the average American citizen. And with that, it would seem that we've talked ourselves through yet another hour. Uh, thank you for listening. Thank you for being with us. Uh, my my throat's a little hoarse, but hey, I had some good coffee. So God bless you. God keep you. Lord willing, uh, we'll see you again next week. Thank you for the shirts. Uh, Kind of cheesy, but thank you for the shirts. I know and that's the, that's the, that's the you know that's the white man's sense of humor. Maybe you should wear a bracelet to remind yourself of your privilege. Anyway, God bless you. We'll see you guys next week, Gene. If you've got anything to say, it's yours.
1: Hey, thank you, Mike. Just want to thank everyone that uh, on Rumble gives comments, and I've been starting to answer more of them. Uh, you know, we have a program. It's important in many ways. You ask why don't we always mention repentance or warning America more than we do. Some people ask that. Let me tell you what, go to handahelp.com, which I think pretty well around the country people know of our website. We've been at this almost 40 years, and we warn through so many platforms about America to be... Warned to have repentance in many ways. Mike's blog, traveling, we do a lot of things we don't talk about to people. We speak at a lot of places around the country. We're constantly sharing about what God showed our ministry. But the radio show is very critical to keep people abreast of how they can be proactive in their communities, understand what's going on uh, in our country. Politically, it's important to know what's going on because it affects all of us. And thankfully, many, many people have enjoyed uh, not only Mike sharing, but his humor. And quite honestly, every time I travel and listen to the show, even though I'm part of it a bit at the end here, uh, it really it really not only encourages me, but it, it's got some lighthearted moments that, you know, you don't get a lot during the week. So... I thank God for this program and the the, uh, messages that come through it, the information. Keep writing if you have comments and pray for us as we keep warning and blowing a trumpet. And uh, thank you for praying about our protest against the drag show in Watertown because 120 people came out. And I have not heard after that of any drag shows going on in the area. I think it put a bit of a damper in the movement. However, I'm not too optimistic because I know they're very diehard. I heard last night in my hometown of Watertown, Wisconsin, one of the churches wants to have an open uh, coming out event. And you know what? I'll be blunt. That's not the church of God. That is not God is not in the church. God's left it long ago if they think God will ever okay coming out events at churches. But that's how far Babylon's fallen. And so with that, again, thank you for listening to the Light of Truth radio broadcast. Thank you for listening to today's broadcast, The Light of Truth with Michael Bodea. If you would like to order a copy of today's broadcast, please visit our website at com. If you have questions about our ministry, You can email us at handofhelpoffice at AOL.com or simply call us at 920-206-9910. God bless you.